Why don't you at least give me some of the money and you can keep ten bucks if you have to bet? I mean, really, I don't see why you people can't just watch the horses run around the track uh, and not bet on them. <laughs> She's new. <laughs> so damn funny. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. I don't want to go to a dinner and movie with you. I just want to hook up with you. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Think of the pimp move that is. To not do it during the day and be like, look at this. It's the dramatic dome-like flip on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It really was. Well, Bye. The music? Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, look at here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at this. Touch my nuggets. Look at my nuggets. Look at my Big Mac. Wait, no, he's at Wendy's. Look at my Baconator. <laughs> Look at this triple stack. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Ah, yes, Vegas. Smitty, uh, by the time the listeners hear this, we're going to be less than a week away from the Vegas trip. It's right around the corner. And I have to imagine that if you're not six to midnight by now, you're at least six to 11. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been counting down the days. And at this point, as I'm making lesson plans and trying to figure out, it's like, okay, what do I need to do to put myself in position where I can walk out of there on Wednesday and not have to worry about school until we get back? Uh, I bet you kind of feel like uh, Bradley Cooper's character in The Hangover. I don't want to see you little punks again. <laughs> Absolutely. Counting my $1 bills for the field trip. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, yes. Uh, cannot wait. Can't wait to see you see, you know, our good friend Andy, although you guys are going to get a preview of that because apparently the uh, apparently the uh, the Andy meet and greet is a bigger deal than like the whole Vegas trip from what I can read on Twitter. Absolutely. We're uh, we're definitely going to be going to that and a little a little Vegas pregame. It's going to be great. Yeah, sounds fun. Cannot wait. Uh, cannot wait to see Andy out in Vegas. Uh, some of us will have to just bide our sweet time. So and live vicariously <laughs> through you guys at the uh, the Andy meet and greet. And if you uh, if you haven't heard about the Andy meet and greet, uh, just go to Twitter. Uh, look at Andy's account. And uh, there's about 800 people that are going to be. Uh, where's the location? Where's the name of the place again? Oh, you're, you're asking the wrong guy. It's on my calendar and I forgot what it is. But uh, <laughs> I know that Lisa Lisa Arnold is another one who is kind of organizing it. Indeed. So, yeah, just uh, check them out on Twitter. You'll find it. And, uh, join. yeah, meet up with Andy and a whole bunch of cool rubes. Like, all the cool people are going to be there. So um, I'm Except very... for you. Except for you, Chuck. Uh, I'm very jealous. So it'll be fun. But... Speaking of the rubes and um, all the cool people are going to be there, uh, we are having a happy hour Thursday night. Uh, it is March Madness time, of course. And uh, day one of March Madness is one of my favorite things. I will have it on TV all day long, uh, watching the upsets, watching the craziness. And uh, yeah, we're going to get together uh, starting at like 730 on Thursday night and just watch a few games. I'll drive over to Kansas sometime on Thursday and place a few bets for us and try and win some rubes, some money. Are you ready for March Madness? 
I am. I've been filling out some brackets. I always, every year, I fill out one bracket where the Big Ten does great, another one where the Big Ten does terrible, and one of those usually hits pretty well. Um, I'm wondering, Chuck, at our, our happy hour, should I put together a game? Should I make up an initials game or before and after? We can maybe do like an in the box or something like that. In the box would be awesome. You should do that. Absolutely. Okay, I'll come up with an in the box and maybe I can have Mrs. Oom. I could maybe not tell her the questions. And if you guys want to put some grease on it, we could do that. And then she can answer the questions. We could, uh, we could definitely make that happen. 100%. That sounds awesome. Yes. Uh, put that together. Uh, we'll plan on that for like around maybe nine ish or so if people want to, want to target that. And yeah, that, that sounds absolutely awesome. So, uh, a little in the box, a little grease, a little grease on the games. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we can get some people paid on Thursday night. Um, and if you, uh, if you haven't joined us with Patreon, you'd like to be a part of that, uh, patreon.com slash bets and quotes. You join for as little as a buck a month and it's fun and none of the rubes bite as far as I can tell. Uh, Mubba the dog potentially, but, um, you know, I, 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 so far no charges have been brought against Mubba the dog. So it's a really cool group of people. A bunch of us are going to be out in Vegas, of course. Um, and can't wait to see you. Our guy Phil's going to meet us out in Vegas, uh, cause he lives out there. So, uh, he knows everything. So, um, super excited, um, to see everybody Thursday night and especially see everybody next week as well. All right. Well, let's get rolling with our bets update. All right. Well, we got a few things to update on the bets update this week. Uh, first up, the Wolves officially clinched the under. Um, you know, that's what they do. I, like an idiot, bet the over because I had some faith in all of the pro Wolves talk about Rudy Gobert really changing this team. Absolutely. It was the wrong idea. Uh, Corey lost money to bonus. I lost money. Uh, it's never happening again. I will, I will stand here and make that proclamation now. I am never betting the Wolves over ever. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you could, you can put that one in the bank, Smitty. I, I don't know what got into you. That You always preach that, and then you win against what you say, and it, you're paying the price. I am. I am. Uh, do, do as I say, not as I do last year anyway. But uh, no, moving forward, it's always the under 100% of the time. So kind of sad. Uh, the Players' Championship concluded on Sunday. Uh, it was a weird tournament. Like None of the contenders or none of the uh, the power trip picks were really in contention for the win at all. Uh, you know, usually like, I think it's something like seven of the last nine or eight of the last 10, something like that. The pot has doubled. Like they almost always pick the winner. And this time, not only did they pick, not pick the winner, although I, technically they did pick the winner, but, um, did they not pick the winner? They weren't close. It really, really wasn't a, even in question, but Marnie walks away with the $1,100 win, um, as Victor Hovland is the top finisher. Uh, their new little thing of the ghost, uh, kind of player, Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth were the two that were picked. They were ineligible to be picked by anybody else. And lo and behold, Scotty goes on to win the entire tournament. So yeah. Um, did you watch much of the tournament at all, Smitty, or just kind of follow along on Twitter? I was watching some of it. I had, um, I was in 
tested and Matt Fitzpatrick. And so he didn't even make the cut and that, that took a lot away from it. And, and like you said, none of the power trip was really in contention. So, you know, even that I wasn't really interested. I, I do like your suggested twist and it sounds like, uh, the other power trip guys too. Do you want to explain that? Oh yeah. The, uh, the idea I threw out that, um, if they should, instead of picking two ghosts or I like somebody on Twitter called it the mulligan. I love that name. I think that's what that, the, the ghost golfer needs to be called is the mulligan. Um, but, uh, if that they'll pick one golfer out of the top 10, if that person is the winner, the entire bet is off, which could lead to some incredible drama if, you know, like in the, in this week's case, Marty would not have won the $1,100 because Scheffler won the entire tournament. So the whole bet would have been off. Even the people that missed the cut, they wouldn't have to pay their cut fees. Uh, so it's kind of like, you know, the, uh, the pardon from the governor if the, uh, if the ghost player wins the entire tournament. What I've really, what I would really love to see is a situation where, you know, maybe it's like the U.S. Open. And the, it, it comes down to a playoff and it's like the ghost versus somebody in a playoff. And you're looking at either winning a double pot and, you know, pocketing like two, three, four thousand dollars or losing everything. I think that would be an amazingly intense uh, situation if it came down to like a playoff. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. And, um, sounds like, uh, sounds like Corey's on board with it, which is a good thing, which means, uh, I get to kick my feet up and not come up with another idea the rest of 2023. <laughs> That's your one good idea. One good idea. Sauce set the model. You come up with one good idea, you're done for the year. So a couple other bets talk about the, uh, I love the bet that Lieber made, uh, He's very sold on Will Levis and, uh, he bet, uh, bet meat sauce that he would go in front of Anthony Richardson in the NFL draft. Now, odds makers don't see it that way. Richardson is a huge favorite to go in front of Levis, but, um, you know, or Levis, I guess it is. Um, looks like Levis, but, uh, and I'm got Beavis on my mind. So uh, I guess that's why I'm calling him Levis, but yes, Will Levis, uh, sounds like, uh, you know, I, I think Sauce made a good bet here, but I, I love the conviction of Lieber where I was like, no, I think they're going to, I think somebody's going to take Levis in front of Richardson. And, uh, so I got a hundred bucks on that one. Uh, you have a strong opinion on that or have you not done the full draft breakdown yet? I have not done any draft breakdown. I just like it when Sauce gets into it and every week he changes his mind and he'll probably <laughs> have money against himself by the time the draft actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for Hoggy to do a bet against himself. Uh, I, I know that's going to happen one of these days because he always forgets. <laughs> so um, last bet to talk about uh, hasn't been made yet, but it's going to happen this week. Obviously, March Madness, the core versus four. So we'll probably get a bunch of uh, entrants and that on Thursdays when they typically do that. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be fun to see who everybody picks. Pretty wide open field this year. So I would say advantage core this year, but um, you know, I, I, I tweet out that stat that he's only two games above 500 in the history of the bet. I mean, it really is close to about a 500 bet. I mean, slight advantage to Corey, but, um, you know, it's, it pretty much ends up being a, an even bet. And there's been years where he's gotten destroyed and then there's years where he's completely cleaned up. So, um, always a fun bet. It's one of the longest running, uh, you know, standard bets that they've had. I think this is probably like the eighth or ninth year that they've done the core versus four. So, Glad to see that back. Um, yeah, I, 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 I did. I offered up core or uh, bets versus five to uh, to some of the rubes, and um, 
everybody took UCLA, everybody took Kansas, and everybody took Houston. So those are the three that I've got to sweat. Outside of that, they were really spread out because it is a pretty wide open field. So um, so if I can dodge those three bullets, uh, it should be okay for me. But uh, if any of those hit, then I, I get completely wiped out. And I think I think uh, you're probably the favorite there. If it's you know those three or you win, I, I feel pretty good about that. It is really a wide open field. There's probably there's probably about twelve different teams that theoretically could win this thing, which is going to make for a lot of fun drama in the next three weeks. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun tournament. And of course, next week we'll be out there betting on it and watching it. Uh, cannot wait. It is, uh, mm-hmm. best, uh, it's, it's a good substitute for the NFL as I continue to go through my NFL withdrawal. So <laughs> very <laughs> exciting. All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. Let's do those quotes of the week. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. All righty. So for our quotes of the week this week, coming in at number three is Saucy Saucerson, who was talking about uh, an article that they got when they asked chat GPT to tell them a little bit about Corey Cove. James Corey, Bryant. you got some explaining to do. Uh, beyond his work, Corey was a loving husband and father. He is survived by his wife, Jen. <laughs> oh, well, the, Rosie wrote that part. Nicely done. <laughs> that was good timing on Sauce's part. I love that. Yeah. And that was obviously if you've been following the show that uh, in Mark Rosen was asking Corey about how to spell his wife's name. And so that's been a common thing about Rosie not knowing their name. So I thought that was excellent timing by sauce with our first quote. Absolutely. Coming in with quote number two. Uh, this is a first one for me. I don't know if the previous Power Trip quotes ever had Lawyer Lambert weighing in with the quote of the week, but he's got this one in regards to the golf bet. Uh, pick Thank nine you. is Marnie Gellner, and she <laughs> is going to take the uh, the top player on the board, who is at 27 to 1, oh, Victor Hovland. Oh, oh, so she's got mine. So she doesn't have to be here to take the guy I wanted? Oh, no. Wait, wait, isn't that Vladimir Hovland? That is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's very good. Even yeah, Dad's play. piling on. Wow. <laughs> and he didn't even wow. read Meat Mock 1.0 no. yet. <laughs> That's uh, my guy. <laughs> uh, nothing like trolling your own son. Yes, and I love Rosie weighing in at the very end with, That's my guy. I don't know if he was trolling himself with that line, but uh, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was uh, that was brilliant. I saw lots of people on Twitter um, referencing uh, Vladimir uh, to uh, to meet us. So, uh, yeah, very brilliant. Fantastic. Gotta love Lawyer Lambert. <laughs> he must have uh, popped out from under the desk just to put in that quote, I guess. <laughs> All right. And then finally, at number one, the great Max Fuller with a suggestion about how to take care of the Viper problem in Florida. 
Yeah. Find Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep and tell them in Madison County to shoot these bastards. Tell the people in Florida that the snakes are teaching critical race theory and they'll be gone tomorrow. Oh, man. This is known as a Confederate python. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Max with the... Uh... Max always has the uh, the brilliant drops, especially when in a case like that where like there multiple people are kind of like laying on lines. It, it seems like Max always comes with the hammer at the very end. So yes, from the top rope, and th- there were a few different quotes that I could have chosen from that whole diatribe about about the snake problem, but that was one that just made me laugh out loud. I'm wondering, you know, for something like that, if it can get traction in the tournament is. Are we getting a little political with something like that? But uh, I don't know. I think that quote might appeal to both sides of the aisle. <laughs> Very well could. Yes. Uh, we don't uh, we don't necessarily preach politics, but, uh, you know, the, the lines are the lines. So you just kind of follow follow those. I think that could definitely get some traction in a tournament. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, we're going to do a couple of Vegas themed things in your thoughts this week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a classic uh, situation that happened out in Vegas. So we'll play through the audio of that. And we're going to do our wishes for Vegas. So we've got uh, got some wishes that we'd like to see happen in Vegas. So uh, we'll talk through those. But yeah. The uh, the audio that I pulled uh, is from five years ago, the uh, the trip five years ago. And it kind of shows the interesting, it's one of, you know, my favorite things of all time. And it kind of shows, you know, sort of the evolution of, uh, of what happens. For those of you that think that they meticulously plan out every segment and know what they're going to say and know where they're going to go. Um, I can definitely assure you that's not the case. Uh, I've seen it many times in person that uh, things just sort of derail and go in every different direction. This wasn't necessarily derailing. But, um, it was, uh, it's, it's special to me because it was the very first time they actually talked to me on the air. Um, cause it was back in the day when I was doing the, uh, prop bets out in Vegas. So Corey was reading through the different prop bets that I had done. And, um, that's where we're going to start this. And we're going to see the evolution of where this ended up. Better Thanks. than your target bit? My target bit sucks. Uh, at plus 800, also not hitting. And this did not include a button bar. That would be Mark Rosen actually saying the phrase, Daddy's enjoying this. Oh, well. Oh, that's, that's a... After breakfast with Stormy Daniels today, I will be saying that. That's Carly, you idiot. Whoa. Ooh. What? What? Roxy. What? I'm doing research. Come you, on. Yeah, you've watched Stormy Daniels, right, Hawk? I'm helping right, 60 Hawk? minutes. Come yeah. on. What? Never mind. You wouldn't last 60 minutes with Stormy Daniels. You wouldn't last Boom. six minutes with Stormy Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> so uh the so the uh the prop bet and the fact that i had uh rosie saying daddy's enjoying this uh led to stormy daniels uh so that's the first little uh evolution um here's the second what if trump just crushes like what if what if the video comes out and you're like god dang it he's incredible yeah and he just rocks it we're like (laughs) Yeah, and now you hate him even more because you're like, well, now he's ten times better in bed than me too. This sucks. Somewhere Lexington Steel's going. Uh, oh my God, that's huge. That wager. What if somebody? What if, what if some of the no best in the world chance. just say, "This dude stays." Yeah. Hold on one second. Peter no North says we're not worthy. <laughs> you just said there's no chance. There's no chance. What are you saying? Hold on. Are you saying you can look at a man? Absolutely. And, 
And tell. And tell. How can what? you tell? You can tell. You what? can't tell. By the, you can tell by the swag. You can tell. Oh, wow. Well then, we get, maybe other women can... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call Rosie gone with the wind? <laughs> <laughs> Good line there from Saws. Uh, yeah, so uh, Stormy Daniels led to discussion about Trump's sex life and whether or not he was good, which Carly then said that she could tell that a man was good just by looking at him. Um, so, yeah, which led to the next evolution. Out, yeah. of, out of the five of us, who's the most likely there to be good? There is a 0% chance I will Why? Let's, let's ask that. There's that lady's willing bad. to answer. Hang on. Just, point. That I mean, lady's willing to answer. obviously it's going to be Rose. She's willing Hello. to answer. What's your name? Love the wow. Megan. Hi, Hi, Megan. Megan. Nice to meet you. Look at, look at, and means. look at how Rosie is staring at you right now. It's intimidating, isn't it? He's trying to win with his he eyes. He really is it's okay. right now. I get it. It it's is. A, I get, you guys have. You, I, I get it. I oh get my it. God, look how Sometimes jealous. there's just a connection. So jealous. No. All right, we're gonna start at the left. She's blushing. Tell me uh, what you thought. Uh, your thoughts on Corey in the sack. Um, six out of ten. Six. Okay. More, I'm more curious about why I'm a 6 out six of 10. 6 out of 10. Yeah, why 6? Um, oh, well, boy. nobody's going to get a 10, full disclosure. <laughs> 6 out of 10 because I think better than average, but... Mm. I'll take that. But not like excelling. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's, it's hey. an estimation. Yeah. No, All I'll right. take that. It's fine. Um, you know, before you answer this... Uh, <laughs> she said she would be honest. I know. I hate honesty, and I'm extremely fragile. You're an open book. He's you fragile. just, you just He's said very you were fragile. an open book. Ten just, out of ten. No, yeah! No. Well, you know... You just ruined my life. You know? I love yeah. this so much. I'm in room 1050. <laughs> See you later. Rosie, slow down. Don't run there. I'm not going to your room. <laughs> Um, next would be... Wait a minute, come on. It's not an actual no. 10 out of 10. Give Sauce's real score. 10 out of 10. No yeah. way. No chance. Now we know you're drunk. 6 out of 10. Okay. All We're right, the same. Yeah. Right. Cool. Average, yeah. but right. maybe room I'm for not. Sauce, sauce. Yeah. You, you and I are going to have to have a tiebreaker. Let's do this. <laughs> you and I together? <laughs> I'm in. All right. So, uh... So the uh, the whole discussion uh, led to with Carly saying that she could tell uh, led to them asking Carly if she would judge the guys. She said, hell no. Uh, so they got Megan to judge the guys and she went through their scores, uh, giving Corey a six, ultimately giving Sauce a six and ultimately leading to the finale. All right, now really, really, well. yeah, think about this. One. Really think about Mark Rosen. Yeah. Really, before you answer, I want you to really break this down. Mark I just Rosen. want to tell you one thing. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> oh, he used a sexy there's voice. A, there's a lot more magic of these fingers in typing sports scratch. Oh, oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> what just happened? Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. You just dropped the mic. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, he's given up. Oh wow! That's the single greatest moment in the history it's of the power trip, right there. It's over. <laughs> so, uh, there you have it. Uh, still, arguably one of my favorite lines in the history of the show. Absolutely, that was a "Where were you?" kind of a moment where um, you just you just showed the lead up to it was spectacular. 
And you'll never forget hearing that for the first time and just your jaw dropping to the floor. Did he just say what I think he just said? Oh, it was uh, it was shocking to say the least. And uh, yeah, the uh, I love I love because only at Buffalo Wild Wings in Vegas do we get the uh, the full on Rosie Rosie, and it was uh, it was so perfectly timed. I love hearing that in the <laughs> background and. Oh yeah. So yeah, my, my stupid little prop bet game in like a weird twist and turny kind of way ultimately leads to the magic fingers. Uh, one of the greatest lines in the history of the power trip. Uh, that yeah. was beautiful. And lots of now, that's, funny. That's before I used to, I mean, I've been going to Vegas for a few years at this point, but that's before I was going. Was that at Buffalo Wild Wings? That was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. That was, I think okay. that was the last show before you started going every year. So yeah. Okay. Yep, that was because uh, I remember I was sitting just to like you know as you're looking at the guys I was sitting just to the right of the stage at a table and so I was I was maybe ten feet away from Rosie when that happened and just the look on his face uh, was just it was classic he just kind of had this wry smile of like yep I just did that so <laughs> and even preceded he said you know what and it just you hockey heard and he was like oh boy here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep it was so brilliant well we probably well who knows you never know we get some crazy moments out in vegas we might not get anything that uh comes close to that or tops that this year but you know i i asked you smitty to put together um some uh some different um thoughts on vegas wishes for the trip next week uh these can be fun they can be serious they can be ridiculous they can be whatever they want to be um, I'm gonna, I'll have you go first. We'll kind of go back and forth here. Um, give me one of your wishes for the Vegas trip next week. Sounds good. Well, I, I went pretty realistic here. I didn't go too crazy. These are, I, I think my three are all things that are something that could happen. And I tell you, it was, it was hard to narrow down because we got a lot of, a lot of fun stuff planned between going to Top Golf or our traditional Ellis Island breakfast. I think, uh, you and I need to make a trip to Canes at some point to, uh, re- pay some debt but uh, my my first item is i think it'd be really fun we've always come close to this but uh we haven't actually made it happen to have a power trip pie gow table i've sat down with you and dave for a little while but it was just the three of us and i think johnny bonus joined us once but i think it'd be really fun to have you know six power trip rubes and maybe one switching out with the other and really have a a fun pie gow session Oh, absolutely. I, I'm, you know, me, I'm a hundred percent on board with that. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to take over a table because, uh, Pie Gow is one of those things where if you have a fun table and a fun dealer, it, even if you're losing money, it's still an enjoyable experience and it, it can be a lot of fun. If you're at a table with a bunch of people that are stodgy and the dealer's not any fun, it's not great. So yes, taking over an entire table with rubes would be fantastic. So yes, we have to look for that opportunity wherever we can find it because sometimes the Pie Gow tables are a little bit busy, but yeah, I like that. All right. Well, my first one, um, it's also along the gambling lines. Um, I would love to see somebody, and these are ones that don't necessarily benefit my, because if, I mean, in all honesty, if I had to make a true wish, it would be for me to like win every single bet and walk out of there with uh, stacks of cash. But, uh, this isn't necessarily about me. This is in general. I would love to see somebody on the trip win like a six figure slot payout. I think that would be, unbelievable uh you know we we every once in a while you'll see somebody hit 
something, you know, hockey's hit uh, a, a decent sized jackpot at Circa. Uh, so, you know, we've had glimpses of that, but how amazing, like the one Creasel always talks about where he was next to the dude that won like half a million dollars on Wheel of Fortune. Um, you know, how amazing would it be to see one of the Rubes or, you know, one of the Power Trip regulars hit something just ridiculous uh, and just be able to celebrate that with them. So um, I think that'd be a lot of fun, especially if I was anywhere in the vicinity, you could actually see, you know, like see the payout or, you know, see the hand pay or something. And um, I know there could be lots of different team slots going on. So, you know, there there's a chance. Absolutely. Now, does... You said a slot payout specifically. Does this include like an accidental parlay that you place when you're too drunk to know what you're doing and <laughs> accidentally run into a couple tens of thousands of dollars? <laughs> it could include that. It could include that. I just think realistically, most of the big jackpots in Vegas are off of slots. So that's why I mentioned slots. But yeah, <laughs> any big payout like that would uh, would be appropriate. So it's like similar to my 88 cent parlay that I did on the Timberwolves, Twins, and Wild all winning their titles this year. 88 cents to pay 250 thousand dollars so uh <laughs> i'm like for 88 cents why not dream a little bit it would be the it'd be the greatest <laughs> ticket of my life and i think I'd, I'd probably quit gambling at that point if that thing hit we would all thank you for doing that that would be that'd be a thrill of a lifetime uh, i'd take one title at this point and be able to rip up the ticket that would be plenty so all right well, why don't you give us your second vegas wish yeah, my second wish is, so I've made the Vegas trip a few times, and I think one of my favorite parts of it is when we meet a new, I'm going to call him a super rube, where, like, I think specifically about how we got to hang out with um, Spencer Cramber, who's an actor out in Hollywood, living the dream, and he had tons of great stories and stuff to tell us about at this most recent one. During the show, I was sitting at the table with the the Superman Green Beret, Nate Henderson, and he too, just uh, tons of great stories to, to tell us all about. So I guess that's my second wish is that I get to meet a new a new fan of the power trip who just has an amazing life story to tell and, and um, that I can go back and brag about having met that person in Vegas. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, honestly, that is that is my favorite thing more than just, you know, seeing all the power trip regulars kind of in one spot at one time, which is, you know, fun to to shake hands and tell a few stories. But it's uh, meeting the rubes and just, you know, the the different friendships we formed and different, you know, um, all, all the cool people that we've met over the years. And, you know, sometimes it's, uh, you know, one little incident or, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, a series of, um, hanging out in the, the sports book or whatever. But yeah, that's, it, it really is the best part. And there are so many cool people out there and it just, it feels like a big family, um, especially out in Vegas. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think back to the first time that I went and I didn't really know anybody. I'd never met you before. And, between all the different people who now every year we get together and we golf and we meet online and meet over at Utapels. It's just, it is, it's a great community we've got going. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's a great wish. Add, uh, we'll, we'll add some new, uh, new rubes to the, uh, to the collection. That would be great. And maybe, and maybe we'll kick Hussey Van out of the collection. That would be, no, <laughs> I've already, I'm setting the over under on pictures of Hussey that I take at 499.5. If anybody cares to bet on it, <laughs> obviously I can't bet on it because I, you know, I could influence it. But if you care to bet on it, over under is 499 and a half. So uh, I need, I need lots of Hussey pictures. So 
<laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Well, if we're at Top Golf together, I'm sure you'll hit the over. <laughs> that, that is absolutely true. Uh, I probably I might not even swing a club. I might be on my camera the whole time. All right. Uh, my <laughs> my second Vegas wish. Um, I am wishing that David Lambert, who will be out there, gets arrested. And I wait a minute. Sorry, I'm looking at Corey's list. Um, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, no, my, my, sorry, I, I, I somehow I got Corey's list here. All right. Um, no, my actual wish is that, um, uh, David Lambert gets picked for initials every single year. I am hoping, uh, my wish is that not only does he win the initials play in game, I would love to see him win the whole initials thing on Friday as the play in winner. So he could forever hold that over Corey's head as that he was the Vegas initials champion on Friday. Um, we would probably never hear the end of it. And Corey would have to, uh, to live up to that every time he brings up uh, the initials game that David ultimately was the champion. I think it would uh, make for some fun drama and um, some uh, some good uh, some good ridiculing um, on uh, on Friday if that happened. That would be incredible. A walkie-talkie. A walkie-talkie. It's funny because when he won, he won with like six when he made the finals and then he got shut out in the finals. So it was a little anticlimactic. So yeah, um, <laughs> pulling for you, pulling for you, David, uh, get it done. All right. What's your third and final wish? My final wish. And again, I'm looking at all the different things we've got planned and I know we've got an outing over to Circa and Circa's amazing. The sports book's incredible, but I think. I think I'm going to follow uh, Meat Sauce's lead with one of his quotes in the last few weeks where he said, I don't do like fun things. Talking about getting in the Planet Hollywood sports book. Um, and I'm thinking about, you know, next weekend having grease on all four Sweet 16 games that are going on. And I've got some cheap beers from across the hall at the ABC store. And I'm just sitting there for hours. And as I'm sitting there, you know, maybe. Maybe Tom Olson, Tommy Olson comes and sits next to me for a while, or maybe I'm just talking with Jeff and Sherry or whatever, and just being in my happy place for like six straight hours and relaxing. That's my third wish. Ah, uh, yes, that is uh, that is a brilliant wish, and yes, there is there's nothing better than having a whole bunch of tickets and watching games, and and that's when I start betting on random stuff that's also on the TVs outside of the uh, the Sweet Sixteen, like you know the hockey games that are on, the basketball games that are on. It's like, hey, there's a game on the TV. I need a ticket on that game. So yeah, yeah there's <laughs> probably some preseason baseball that'll be going on too. Uh, of course, I think I'm going to do a round robin bet on preseason baseball just because uh, I I. I I haven't really done like a true red uh, round robin bet out in uh, out in Vegas. So do just like a huge one on ba- preseason baseball. Cause why not? So why not? All right. My last wish. Um, and this really has nothing to do with me because I won't, um, I probably won't be a part of this, uh, but they mentioned that there may be a bus uh, that's going to planet 13. I would love to see a completely packed Planet 13 bus with the Pied Piper, Zach Halverson, marching everyone safely to the moon. I just think like the the stories about how he was like the perfect tour guide and everybody everybody was asking him for advice. Um, I hope somebody gets like some footage of it, um, can make like a little montage video of it. But uh, I just Zach in Vegas, um, like 
Zach's got such a dry sense of humor and there's so many times where he will just make me absolutely gut laugh and uh, seeing him in Vegas in his element, you know, whether he's two fisting beers, um, you know, going to planet 13, just, uh, just wherever his happy place is. uh, It's always enjoyable to see Zach as sort of the, uh, sort of, like I said, the Pied Piper is how I envision it with a whole bunch of his minions walking behind him on, on their way to planet 13. So, uh, I would, uh, I'd, I'd love to see just a, a super montage video of that and, uh, seeing Zach in his happy place. That sounds pretty good. I don't know if that's going to be part of the, uh, defined destinations package or if we can <laughs> hitch a ride and come along for that or if we're just going to have to enjoy it vicariously on Twitter or something like that. But that sounds pretty fun. Well, it sounds like most of the Defy Destination package is they're going to get on a bus and drop them somewhere. So uh, I guess um, if you're at the location where they are, then uh, I don't see any reason why you can't participate. So, uh, yeah, between Planet <laughs> between planet 13 and Circa, you know, if that if that's where the two buses are going, I mean, I'll be at Circa. Just uh, spoiler alert there. But, uh, yeah, they uh um, sounds like, uh, sounds like they'll have some activities lined up for the re- We haven't heard much about the, uh, the whole Carly birthday party, uh, lately. So, um, not sure what's happening there, but, um, hopefully there, hopefully there's just some kind of gathering. Cause I, uh, I've left Friday wide open. So I'm hoping there's like, you know, some sort of gathering, um, for everyone, but, yeah. Um, regardless, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. Hopefully some of our wishes come true. Um, and hopefully, uh, hopefully people leave with some money. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of times the flight home can be kind of <laughs> a little bit rough with, uh, no money in the pockets, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, people, people can cash in a little bit. And I do like the idea of having some collective group bets. I have a couple ideas on that. And uh, we'll see if we can get any momentum and uh, see if we could uh, get everybody working together to try and make some money out there. Quotes. Quotes notes. Quotes notes. Quotes. Quotes notes. Quotes notes. Quotes notes. Quotes, notes, quotes, notes, All right, for quotes, notes today, just a few things over the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't know if anyone has had a chance to check out Haven Poker, but I've been having a lot lot of fun playing Haven Poker. And the one frustrating part is that I'll hop on and I'll see that someone requested to play against me, but that request has expired. And so I'll put a request out for someone else and then that one expires and it's hard to get everyone. So it might be kind of fun to choose a tournament or something like that where we could get a bunch of rubes involved and all enter the same tournament and kind of play against each other at the same time. Um. I, oh, Hawks bumper music. I've been paying attention to it the last couple of weeks, specifically on February 24th. I was just really getting into the all the songs that he was playing. And so I, I made myself a playlist of all of the different bumper songs that he played. And man, it was it was an eclectic set that weekend they they had a whole bunch of alabama going at the end and and waylon jennings but then some new stuff from some artists that i had never heard of before and i had to shazam to find out what they were but um i i spent that weekend doing a lot of work in our garage and it was just really cool to have that be the soundtrack to my weekend 
And then on National Women's Day, um, I noticed that hockey was playing a whole bunch of female artists. And I thought that was a, a nice touch for him to do. Yeah, he he owns the uh, the bumper music. That's for sure. It always uh, it always seems to just hit in uh, different ways, and it's never always the same, which is cool. Uh, biggest question though, um, did you have some garage beers while working on your garage? <laughs> no, I didn't at that particular time. Though I, I certainly have experienced the garage beers in the past. <laughs> awesome. And then my last quotes note has to do with Twin Cities Live. I, I'll admit I haven't watched a lot of Twin Cities Live, but a couple of weeks ago there was um, there was a day with some inclement weather, and so I was teaching from home, and I was pretty much wrapped up by the time that Twin Cities Live started, and it just happened to be the day that there was a power trip takeover, and so I uh, I got to see some bits, and I wasn't sure exactly what to expect, and there were uh, there were some pretty funny parts but i think the the peak of the whole episode of course was a, a visit from chef zach le pepe and i think you've got some audio from that yeah it was it was worthy of this montage mm, fried chicken fly vixen give me heart disease but need you in my kitchen you a bird but you ain't a key got wings but you can't fly away from me please let's welcome in chef zach le pepe to wow. twin cities live Thank you so much. Jeff, it's so good to meet you. Thank you so much. Uh, So good to be here up in Minnesota. The weather sure sure does uh, pack a punch uh, up here, but I'm ready to get some southern cooking right here for y'all. Fried chicken. Then what's what's the method? What's the simple yet complicated method here? Well, the simple yet complicated method is you got to do it quick enough so that you get everything on there and get it into the oven or the stove or whatever the hell it is. Fried chicken. Quick. We put it in uh, in in here in the flour. Okay. And we roll in the roll flour. around. Yep. Okay. And then what you want to do is you want to look listen for that sizzle. <laughs> so when when does the sizzle come? Is is the sizzle supposed to be immediate, or is that or is the sizzle is the sizzle like when you know it's done? It, there must be something wrong with you. Okay. Sometimes you gotta give it a little shake. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna oh let God. that sizzle. We're gonna let. Hey. Mm, fried chicken. How did it feel when the Michelin judges came through and and you knew that you were cooking like doing the same thing for them? Well, quite frankly, I was a little I was a little confused because I thought they were they were from my tires. But I knew it. Wait, what happened to your accent? That's, that's what go. they are from. Yeah. That's what they yeah. are yeah. from. Mm, fried chicken. So uh, these are sizzling. Yeah, when again is the sizzle going to... Um, again, you just got to give it a little shake till it sizzles. You can shake it all day. The and, stove ain't on. <laughs> and, yeah, we'll just maybe we'll try to yeah, turn that it, on. It's, it's, yeah, it's a know. tricky stove. It's I a guess. tricky stove. Yeah, this, I'm used to working with like the best of the equipment, and this is fine. Yeah. This is fine. You yeah. guys do all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's... But, uh, your southern ranges are a little different than ours. No, the southern the range, north. it burns a little hotter down yeah. there. Mm, fried chicken. Now I, I know we don't. If you can kind of hear it on the on the mic, uh, it's sizzling. <laughs> and oh, it, it is sizzling. Oh, yeah, look at that! Nice. Again, oh. what you want to do is is you want to wait until it sizzles, and then you watch it, and uh, hopefully, if you're doing it right, it cooks all nice and warm, and uh, it's it's going to be some good chicken. Mm, fried chicken. His they uh, they weren't going to include me, and so I made up a big PR firm and emailed you guys so you guys would get me on. Mm, fried chicken.
Um, absolutely brilliant from Zach Halverson. Uh, like you, um, yeah, I, I had, I had watched a little, I, when I was up in Minnesota, I caught it, I caught it a couple times, um, just to see Lieber. Uh, but yeah, and then I was like, okay, it's streaming. I can watch this kind of live. And I, that was that that I laughed harder at that eight minute segment than I think I have at pretty much any Saturday Night Live I've watched in the last two years. So it was. Yep. It was brilliant. Um, you know, in a way, it was kind of, it, it was almost like they kind of jumped the shark early in the show because that was like almost right away. And then the rest <laughs> of the episode, because I was kind of, I was kind of hoping for like more skits and things like that. And then the rest of the episode was just kind of more normal with them doing different things and that. But oh my God, I, I, I was dying. I, it was, it was brilliant. I, I loved it so much. Yes, they set it up. They, you know, that we're bringing in this special guest, this, you know, whatever Michelin winning chef. And uh, when he showed up, I was laughing already. And then they said his name. And then he referred to, um, I think he referred to the range as the oven or stove or whatever. Um, (laughs) At one point, they had a close up image on the screen. And it was, you know, he was he was working with the chicken and there's a huge rip in his glove and he's touching the chicken. And then after touching the raw chicken, he touched everything else. He was picking up bottles and he was just all over the place. It was, that was definitely the highlight of that episode. Oh, it was, it was so funny. And one of, one of the subtle things that, you know, doesn't translate well to audio, of course, but was uh, the quote unquote unmasking where they revealed that it was actually Zach Halverson and like the, <laughs> the look on his face, like the, he kind of had this sad little look on his face. And with that ridiculously tiny chef's hat he had, it was, it was such a funny image. I, I, I thought that was, that was actually probably about my favorite part outside of the sizzle, uh, that, uh, just, just seeing that, that little look. I think, I think Zach has a ton of, um, improv talent and, uh, we saw just a glimpse of it on display on Twin Cities Live. Yeah. He could maybe do a little work on his accent though, but I agree with you. He was very funny. <laughs> well, he needs to turn to the master, um, Chris Hockey of doing impressions. <laughs> so, uh, he can learn from the best. Um, I do. I have one other note for uh, quotes notes that I'll drop in real quick too. They revealed the charge challenge punishment bars today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole list, but you know, essentially, um, Creasel's getting a weekend at the lake where Zach and Corey are driving uh, to a beaver bar and then all over the northern part of Minnesota. So you can go on the Power Trip account. They've got all the details there uh, spelled out. But uh, Smitty, uh, your your initial thoughts of the punishment rollout? Well, I was selfishly hoping that maybe one of them, at least that first night, would get sent down to the South Metro to, you know, Lakeville or Bloomington or something like that. And I could maybe pop over. But that didn't happen. I think it is going to be a fun bit to have them, you know, tweeting their exploits and the the long drive and gas station stops. And I don't know if it works geographically, but I think they'll both have to stop in Toma on their way on Saturday (laughs) to get to their next destination. But it'll be fun to watch. Definitely. And I, I, I love that Zach is debating flying uh, up to Bemidji. <laughs> I like that has disaster written all over it, like with either delayed flights, rental car issues, 
Uh, like it, it spells disaster and if anybody is going to have an absolute disaster i think it would be hilarious if it happened to zach so uh yeah i i, I would i would love I, I would love it if he would do that i think that would just i, I think that would be great for digital 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 because i think it's going to be you know a lot of fun for the rubes to kind of follow along obviously i'm not going to be up there um, and a lot of you know a lot of us aren't really going to be in any of these places uh, unless somebody takes a drive or around the state. I mean, maybe Thursday night in the Metro, obviously, but um, for Friday and Saturday night, it's, it's going to be fun to follow along on digital and uh, yeah. Hopping a plane to Bemidji is definitely digital worthy. <laughs> we will see. We will see. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. Uh, lots of fun stuff to get over. Um, obviously we'll be off next week with the, uh, the Vegas trip, but we should be back in two weeks to kind of recap mm-hmm. Um the adventures from Vegas, at least from our perspective. And um, hopefully I'm not um, too broke that I have to sell my microphone and laptop at that point. So um, hopefully we can kind of keep our heads above water just a little bit out in Vegas. So looking forward to seeing you out there, Smitty. And in the meantime, where can the Rubes locate you? As always, you can find me on Twitter at Boom Smitty, or if you want to follow my quotes account at Power Trip Quotes. All right. I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets and PT Bets on Instagram. And like I said, I've vowed to uh, to put a bunch of stuff on Instagram. Uh, it might all be hussy van photos. Who knows? But uh, there will I will definitely be posting to Instagram from Vegas. So uh, follow me there if, uh, if you want to see some of that. So. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you in two weeks. Have a great weekend. Bye bye now.